Yo, Stoopy. What up? Man, what's can you good? hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, make sure I make sure A bone. Is that it? There we go. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. All right, Stoopy, you can hear me? Yeah, it's lit. All right, good. It's live. We in here. Woo! In there. Hell yeah. I know, man. Finally, Weeks. the first episode of Freeman Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy, Jay Graham. Your boy, Abe Cox. Stoofy, live. In the building, man. Let's talk about this damn, uh, you know, the elephant in the room for the black culture. Which is, uh, you know, the, the Black Af- Panther Af- movie. The African elephant. The hey. African elephant, right. You gotta <laughs> emphasize the African part. Africa. Yeah, man. Wakanda. Wakanda is forever. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? All black cast, all black directed. Yep. Writers, black writers as well. Yeah, the, the authors from here, uh, Memphis, Orange Mound. Yeah, man. The original. Um, what's this movie did? What did we say it was at four hundred million? Yeah, world uh, worldwide right now four hundred million. It made like two, almost three hundred million here in the states alone. It's crazy. I think it's a, uh, and that's at seventy percent of like the market, the market cap. So they still got a a chunk of change out there. Oh yeah, they gonna they gonna they gonna hit a Billy. Yeah, Billy. About to be Billy Blanks. Cause you know how many times like black people black people are gonna go see that movie on the Madden Like just like, hey man, shit, I'm bored. What you want? Man, this hey, have you seen Black Panther? Yeah, right, so let's see this shit again, you know, let's see this shit again, you know. Well, like I told you, it's the biggest it broke the record for any movie to come out or not come out, but to to show on a Tuesday. Would yeah. I say twenty two million on a Tuesday? Ooh. Numbers going up on a Tuesday. Shit's unheard of. <laughs> so like this weekend, <clears throat> more or less, I'm on Instagram because you know I was at the hospital all weekend waiting for my my son to be born and like yes. Yes, man. I'm on Instagram and I see like Christmas scrolling with my thumb and like every three images is a nigga in a dashiki or, <laughs> or, or some leather, right? <laughs> some cowhide coming to America. This whole I was like, confused. I was like, is niggas going to see Black Panther? Or are they going to see Lion King? Right. <laughs> So like, there's this whole thing going on. I see it everywhere. Is it like, is that just some shit for the weekend? Like this whole like, Black Pride. It's hot. It's in style. Tell me why. Tell me why this past week it felt like it was like three different, three different uh, holidays going on. It was like, it was like uh, Valentine's Day mixed with. Mixed with like Martin Luther King Day, mixed with <laughs> right, <laughs> mixed with Halloween because like motherfuckers was dressing up 
then it really was Valentine's Day. And then if you just all this black pride, it's like, damn, man, you gotta be MLK Day, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's some, some white folks out here like, what is going on out here? Yeah, y'all need to chill. <laughs> yo. And like, it's, I had a white person ask me, they was like, yo, did, did, did they release the Black Panther movie because all this Black Lives Matter stuff is going on? Oh, God. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. I seen a Twitter <laughs> joint, and they were telling black people to chill. And the response was, y'all didn't chill on Harry Potter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I promise Star you. Wars. Or Star Wars. Dressed they didn't up like a Wookiee and shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that brings me my first question with y'all. So, like, is being woke like having black pride is it trendy was that for this weekend or is like are we gonna uphold that shit like what do you guys think man before black panther came out i think this was more of a question but since black panther has come out i think black panther kind of answered that question i think yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) like it definitely is trendy like you know what i'm saying like I, I like me. I was very, very proud to go see Black Panther, but I went in regular clothes. You know what I mean? Like right. I didn't dress up. I didn't feel the need to dress up to go see this movie. I'm a huge fan of Iron Man. I'm a huge fan of the Hulk. Nigga. I didn't wear none of that apparel going to see none of that. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah. I don't know. What you think, eh? Well, see, here's the thing, though. Cosplay. <laughs> in the black community that's so right it, it's that's almost true. trend you just cosplay super heavy I, I feel like yeah. it, it, it was both because you know what I mean it's, it's kind of hard to draw the line since black people ain't really be geeking out like that you know what I'm saying yeah. so on, on one hand I only went in cosplay so he looked like an actual character you know what I'm right. saying that is or cool. like or from that world right. as opposed to right. you know wearing wearing a random dashiki that's cool I, I'm not knocking it but it, I think it, it, it blended together because I think there are like I'm one of the you know and a lot of kids super nerdy and I, I'll go in cosplay I'll right. go in the whole, you know what I'm saying but that's different but see dressing up and wearing a random dashiki that is different because yeah, going in the dashiki like that's like when you that's like when you go see Captain America somebody come wearing like the American flag like right. you know what I mean like the American flag really has nothing to do with Captain America outside of the you know outside of his uniform being red white blue you know what I mean so you know it's just I, I like yeah like if you go in, in, in the actual Black Panther costume it, it makes sense you know you know cause like the black I mean the white folks that come into Dashiki is like them coming to the you know movies and I, I guess like a KKK outfit it's like whoa you know it's kind of offensive I don't know yeah it's kind of they have that look like hold on gotta be careful gotta be got to be careful so like you think it's here to stay or I th- uh, so, good question I think I think the black cosplay is here to stay it's a but growing I'm not, segment I'm not I think I think it's growing yeah. I'm not oh sure. hell yeah but I'm not sure if just wearing like like you said just being cried for if that's here to stay it's definitely here now and it ain't gonna be gone like you know tomorrow or next month right. but I I, 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 don't, I don't know because it, it seems like with like the 
the black pride or, or that being trendy, you know, uh, Afrocentric, it feels like it's 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 growing. So even if it's a trend, it seems like it's a it's a it's a, it's a growing trend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we had Obama, we had Ava DuVernay, we got all these, we got Atlanta, we got to get out, we got these shows. You know, with, with entertainment, you know, we we provided some real good narratives and images that is making it cool. Not only just trendy, but like cool. Like it's cool to wear pants that ain't baggy no more. Like yeah. you know, that that ain't going away. Right. Everybody everybody ain't gonna wear super skinny jeans, but everybody ain't going back to wearing size fifty two waist. <laughs> yeah. Getting white jeans. Right. You ain't finna go back to wearing jabos, like, you know. So I think it's a trend like that. I think it'll 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 settle. Um, yeah. But the the, the the real people will stay with the fake people, they'll fall off. Right. They'll go to the ne- or they'll go to the next trend. Yeah. So and I and I think and I think that it definitely um, is here to stay. When you have a movie like that, you know, like like, like the Black Panther come out, it kind of it kind of solidifies it, you know, uh, because when you have a movie with a budget, you know, as significant as the one that they had, they, can't, they gave them like 200, 200 million to do this movie. A little over two hundred million. Yeah, a little bit over two hundred million, and you have, like I said, a black, like you said earlier, black, you know, black writers. You know, uh, even Ryan Coogler, the, the director himself, uh, helped write the uh, helped write the story and the script for this movie, um, um, along with all like like I like said, all black cast. You know, when you have that type of representation, you know, we basically show Hollywood that hey, you know, we're ready to start you know doing this shit kind of on our own. You know, as long as you guys you know bring like the budget, you know, you, now you see what we can do. You right. know, and. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't really see. You know, I don't. I don't really see a forecast. You know, uh, and I guess an abundance of opportunities like this in the future, in the in the in the near future. But I definitely see you know growing opportunities after this film for sure. You know, and um, and I don't think that you know the different people that will get those opportunities. You know, they're not going to be able to afford to. You know, for their career's sake, nor for the culture to really drop the ball. So, well, I've heard the rumor that they're trying to uh, do a film with those those warrior women. I don't know the names of them off the top of my head, but oh, really? <clears throat> it kind of brings me to my next question. So, like, for me, like the men in the movie did a great job, at least mm-hmm. the leading roles. I will say. Uh, but the women did incredible. Yeah, incredible they did. job. Um, yeah, like I don't even know what to say. They they fucking killed it. Um, yeah, and I I love the way they were portrayed as black women. And my thing, my biggest thing is just their posture, sexy posture. So in body language. So you know. You don't see black women portrayed in that light too frequently. In fact, I don't remember ever seeing a black woman portrayed like that ever right. in or a movie. Really, any woman? I mean, even white women barely barely get portrayed exactly. like that. Exactly. <clears throat> um, do you think we should be portraying black women like that more frequently, or in society's general? Or uh, I mean, I I think that. I think that it's, it's, it's something. I think society does have something that they can take away from 
from that uh, in this movie I liked how in this movie uh, you know how the women were able to be uh, very very dominant they had very, very they had very very dominant attitudes and characteristics but yeah the movie wasn't the same shit time, out there. but at the same time it coexisted well with the men's masculinity you know what I mean like none of the men in the movie felt threatened by uh, by you know any of the women that could you know physically protect themselves and you know and in other areas too and it's not just a physical thing and i think you know society can look at that you know what i mean and and and, and actually take take a positive spin and they actually did an interview they interviewed the cast and uh lapita said that uh you know it was a great thing because they could be you know very very dominant women but at the same time it worked and it coexisted it coexisted well with the men because it wasn't rubbed in their in the men's faces you know what i mean they just knew they, they, they were very comfortable and confident about themselves men and female and it worked you know what i mean and so i don't mean to interrupt you but i yeah. think it only worked because the movie had so many alpha males right and like if you put that if you think about like a dominant woman in your average Hollywood film she would like overshadow a male character as coming off too strong as society seems right. to <clears throat> cast out a lot if you will right I don't know no yeah that's a good point I I, I... They had uh, uh, the king of Wakanda, Killmonger, Killmonger, Mbaku, Mbaku, Mbaku was amazing. Right, yeah, oh, man, he was. He may, he may be one of, if not my favorite male character. That was my favorite character. Are you done? Are you done? Yeah. You cannot speak here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need that to be my voice, man. <laughs> That's what uh, voice, man. Yo, Mbaku was the shit, though. Like, Mbaku almost became the Black Panther. Right. <laughs> like, like the first five minutes. Man. The first five minutes. That's man. So since they killed off Killmonger, I guess Mbaku was going to be the Black Panther's main villain, you know, in the in the common films, I guess. Yeah. Glory to Hanuman. Glory to Anna. Boy, in uh, the Black Panther, boy, he, he tried to talk his way out of everything. He was like, please, put down your weapons. <laughs> another way. <laughs> the only reason I do not kill you where you stand is because, because this I, is a Disney movie. I know who you are. <laughs> yeah, you almost forgot it was even a Disney movie. Yo, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm watching this shit. I'm like, Disney done got my ass again. They got me when I was a kid. Now they got me as a grown ass man. Ain't this about bitch? Damn it. They got crack in their movies or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, you got these dominating roles with women, right? <clears throat> I kind of want to segue to uh, the Me Too movement. The, the feminist movement taking place in the country, which has been pretty dominant 
end of the year with the Weinstein allegations. Damn near half of Hollywood. I don't even know who's left who hasn't went through all of Hollywood. Uh, all of Hollywood. Do you think they can carry this momentum? Are there some things that can hurt or discredit the things I, that they that they've come up with, the ideas they've come up with? Um, I think that this is dud. I think they can keep the momentum going. They just can't afford to have too many more uh, cases that was uh, like Aziz's case. You know, like Aziz, the, you know, the comedian Aziz, he... Uh, hey, refresh my memory on that. All right. So Aziz, you know, he, uh, you know, was hollering at this chick uh, on set. And I believe she was like an assistant producer or something like that. And... Um, she, at first, she said no. And then, so, um, a few weeks later, you know, she came back and was like, actually, yeah. So, they go out on this date, and, uh, you know, one thing leads to another, and they go, they, or they go, actually, they go back to his place. Real quick, then, real quick, real quick. Let me, let actually, me, hey, you might know this story better than I do. Let me, let me, yeah, let me, inter- let me tell the story. Yeah, yeah, you tell the story. <laughs> My bad. I'm sorry. I'm let's, sorry. Let's, go, let's rewind. It's, it's, because it's, it's it's much worse. Oh god! <laughs> right. So she actually hollered at him. Okay. He didn't want to at first. My bad. And then he went back later. Yeah, okay. she was so that's being how like it a started, groupie, right? Yeah. So that's what we're gonna call it. I know you. There may be people who don't want to be called the groupie, but if you're hollering at someone you're just the because they're a celebrity or just because they got off stage or just because they won the race. That's a groupie. Yeah. 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 I've been a groupie myself. When Rihanna won the Grammy. I tried to holler at Rihanna through the DMs. They were, but I was a groupie. <laughs> it was Damn, short days, but I was a groupie. Anyway, back to Aziz. <laughs> Since this was a groupie situation, obviously he got her number and went back to his place. Rarely does a groupie you say yes to the groupie and it's not going to turn into something sexual. Right. Right? I thought that was a given rule. You're a celebrity and somebody comes up and is like, yo, not only do I like you, you did good or whatever. Can I get it? Can I can I slide in without having to go through the rigmarole of what people <laughs> normally do when they date them? Right. He said, yes, come through. They came through Aziz being a nerdy Indian dude, <laughs> I'm sure at times sex ain't all Casanova like. Right. So we had some sexual bloopers. <laughs> anyway, they both were giving each other head. But later on, she didn't like that. She didn't like how the bloopers went. Damn. <laughs> and when I say later on, I mean a year later when he was accepting his Golden Globe. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> she went and said and put out the story that she didn't like that encounter even though Aziz <laughs> had called her and talked to her after the encounter she didn't like that encounter and so now we gotta see Aziz plastered across the headlines like he actually was Weinstein and as far as Josh talking about the Me Too movement that hurt the Me Too movement I don't care yeah. anybody that hurt absolutely no, I was women, saying that they can't women afford. Women and dudes matter. 
Yeah, they can't afford too many more situations like that. It, it, it's on a discredit. I think it's over with, to be honest with y'all, but... You think it's Already? Over? Already? Yeah. Too much other shit well, going on at this point. Shootings. And... Yeah, it's almost like... It's like... It, there, there, there's these moments, and it, it's lightning in a bottle. But if you let the lightning out of the bottle, or even a little bit of lightning out of the bottle, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where lightning's going to go. You don't yeah. know where to get back in the bottle. Like, as these hurt, that hurt. We all stopped and looked at the Me Too movement like, yo, if, right. I, can't, if I can't awkwardly kiss you, or you at my crib and I try to take off your clothes, it doesn't happen, and I don't end up having sex with you, why am I in trouble? Right. Well, you know what I'm saying it's like, damn. Like, I've gone in for a kiss with a chick before, and she pulled back. Is she got? Am I in trouble for that? Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the real question, too, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. What do you like? If I'm, if I'm a, if if a dude, you you're not supposed to be a pussy, right? And so therefore, you got to make a move, or you got to be a little bit aggressive, right? Well, she don't. When do you what, what what's the word? Uh, women's agency. Right. Where do you draw the line? What is your agency as a woman to say I'm not feeling this? Well, the woman in the Z story kept saying she was communicating non-verbally. Ah. <laughs> non-verbally. That's that's Which that's my least favorite. All women should know, like us men are pretty retarded. You got to just tell us Right. We can't just read in between the lines all the time. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of women I tried to non-verbally holler at and let them know that I was in love with them. But for some reason, I just didn't get that. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of it's kind of hard to read between the lines when you're trying to read between their legs. You know, it's just, <laughs> this is distracting. Uh, but you I in mean, groupie mode? Remember, I, this is groupie mode. This isn't regular dating. This isn't right. Three dating. This is groupie mode. Yeah, this, this is. Now. I did good on stage, and you came through to have sex. Yeah. It's she just, just didn't eat her pussy right. What it sounds like. <laughs> she was like, he had a blooper. He had a blooper. He messed up. He played Eager Beaver or something. It was something. <laughs> I'm telling you, he had he had to, like, you know, because how can you go from grouper from, from being groupie, super groupie mode to like, nah, I'm not feeling this. It had to be. A, it had to be a blooper. What? Now it sucks though, cause that that like fucks up Aziz's career too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it puts, yeah. It puts yeah, a stain on it. Like, like it didn't it ruin it, it, but yeah, it put a stain. Yeah, it put it put like a it put like a like 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 a shark stain on in his underwear. Like if this if this if his career was underwear, it put like a shark stain. Cause it's like even if he gets hot or you know when he gets hot, like you know he'll be like somewhere like in the break room. You know, it's gonna be always like that judging woman, like, mm, yeah, you exactly did so and so and so and so. Yeah, you know. like a, a cookie that's supposed to be soft, but it, it's not as soft as it should be anymore. You know, <laughs> right? Damn. <laughs> well, kind of like, let me bring this to our next part a little bit. So, like, <clears throat> this year or not this this past year and the year before it seems we got a pattern going on of like <clears throat> the year of outrage and everybody wants to boycott something everybody wants to be mad about something 
everybody wants to feel like a nigga in the civil rights movement back in the day in some shape or form everybody feels oppressed and right. disenfranchised which are symptoms of something much larger but like more or less uh i've heard a lot that uh the lbgt community fighting for their particular rights it equivocates to the civil rights movement um do you guys think it's fair for them to compare themselves to uh, what our people went through? Or is it you know, something different? You know, I talked about this earlier with Josh, and I, I think I actually kind of changed my mind. Yeah. A little bit. My tune. And because <laughs> I think for some people it can be similar, but not everybody in, 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 in these groups. You know what I mean? So it's like individuals, they can be similar. But as the group as a whole not similar because within these groups there's people with white privilege right, right? Or, or or white male privilege or privilege and so that was an aspect that didn't have that civil rights movement and I, and I see the frustration it's like we didn't have that so if I, what would our civil rights movement have looked like if there were individuals in our community who had real privilege you see what I'm saying right. without the privilege we're really fighting for something with the privilege. It's almost like it's, it's like you're fighting for extra shit. You know what I mean? It's like oh, you didn't pay your dues. Uh, or you didn't pay your dues, right? Like I had to pay. My community had to pay our dues, and you're saying that your struggle is the same as ours without you having to pay similar dues. So right. you, you, everyone deserves everyone deserves rights and equality. For sure. Yeah. We're not saying that you don't deserve rights. We're talking about the movement and the feel of the movement. And black people, it's hard for us to hear other people talk about suffering without really you know, suffering. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but we were slaves in this country. And so we're just, we're just not going to feel that the suffering's on par with ours. And you just want right. to stick it. It's, it's like, it's like <laughs> I'm not trying to blanket everybody, but you gotta see what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, hey, but uh, but no, I was I was gonna say yeah, it's like it's like them trying to make their fight, you know, civil rights cause compared to ours. It's like. Especially, you know, piggybacking off of what Abe said about, you know, this weekend of white privilege. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, you know, we complain about not having certain civil rights, you know, that are basic rights, you know, human, human, you know, rights. And it's like they're fighting to be able to change their gender. Like, people don't like me because I'm black. I can't, well, I can bleach my skin, but I choose not to because it's unhealthy I mean even if I wanted to be more like reflected out bleaching my skin I, that's I mean, not realistic right it's not realistic like seriously it's not and so you know the thing is is that you know everybody does have equal rights right I get it everybody respects I mean excuse me everybody deserves to be respected everybody deserves to, to be able to feel safe and live a safe life in this country but at the same time it's like 
you know, when I look at a tra- a person that, that 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 that's a transgender, I was like, even if you feel like that you're not a man and you feel like that you're a woman, okay, that's a personal belief and a thought that you have about yourself, you know. And I was like, at the same, at, and at the end of the day, you can dress up at home and be a woman all day at home and come out in public and you know go back to you know being a male or you can come out and be a transgender that's a choice that you right i don't have that choice as a black man well i will say and my sister works closely with a collective in uh in new york city um I will say it might be a little different for black men and women who are gay. I could I could get the benefit, but like being a white lesbian in America is just like nah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, remember? I don't know if y'all saw Atlanta, but that one episode where the where the brother was like, "I've been going through my life and I haven't." been receiving the respect I deserve or getting the jobs. And then I realized I'm a 34-year-old white man. I'm not a black guy. Damn. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a white guy. And right. the point of that is just to show that we all see him as black. And so we're living in this world that's based on like that proof, you know what I mean? <laughs> like physical proof. Yeah. But just because this black guy feels white, he right isn't he gonna have some issues because he's black and we see him as black and what black means regardless of him feeling that he's a white man and should be getting yeah. the respect of that i mean look at tiger woods i mean you know shit. <laughs> he didn't acknowledge remember when he first got famous he didn't acknowledge the black side he identified with the asian side you know what i mean he didn't even the, want to never deny black blackness never it ends you know him. <laughs> what if Barack Obama was it like, no, in fact, well, I am not. Never deny your blackness. Always in your Look at OJ. What if Barack Obama, what if Barack Obama would have denounced, like, you know, his black? He was like, in fact, I am not the first damn. African-American president. God damn it, I'm a white man as well. <laughs> I'm not hurt. black. Both at the I'm same OJ. time. But, but, the world, <laughs> but the world sees him as a black man. You know. Well, yeah, you can't. It's it's really hard to deny you're black when you look like a black person. That's like <laughs> it's almost disrespectful. It, it's it's a black people like you, right. you look black. That's why we're right. treating you black. We really don't care about your actual parents and ancestry. Right. I don't care. <laughs> you look black, so I'm gonna call you black. Now, if you want to have a conversation and explain all that, cool. Right. <laughs> That's right. like it's the same, but it's the same thing with the with the with what we're talking about. If you look like a woman, people are going to think you're a woman, right? If you look like a man, right. people are going to think you're a man. We're not going to be aware that you identify as something that you look completely opposite. Of. It's almost <laughs> like, do we get like? I, I know we're all we, we have our bigotry in this country, but it's like, yo, you don't look. Like a like a man, I thought you were a woman, or I I thought you were a man and you're a woman. Like, give me a break. I've been working on this whole idea of all this shit my entire life. <laughs> you're telling me it's all false, and I need to correct my vocabulary. Yeah, I've like, seen okay, that uh, episode of Boondocks 
Riley's in the cafeteria and this gay white boy is standing on the table <clears throat> dancing and twerking and Riley looks up and he's like yeah nigga you gay <laughs> and the whole cafeteria gets quiet and gets suspended from school it's on national news how okay and he's just like what did I do like <laughs> he's gay like what and his grandpa has to like find himself like trying to defend him like my boy doesn't know better he's just like what am I supposed to do it's just like we right. the right. same situation well, here you're right, but with black people, right? Didn't we have to actually say, "Hey, don't call us Negro or colored; call us black or African American." Right. We never were like, right. "Yo, why are you still calling me Negro? It's black now." It's like, well, you, you never said anything. <laughs> right? Yeah, you should just know because those names were disrespectful. It's like that ain't how this country works. Right? That's why black people yeah. are mad because we've gone through all of this and it didn't work out like it was working out for y'all. <laughs> right. And it's so crazy. And then, like, you know, like, like what Snoopy said earlier, it's like, you know, everybody want to be, everybody want to be, a, like, a part of some type of struggle. Yeah. And it can't be, and it can't be, like, they can't struggle from where they at. They got to, like, traumatize it and make it, make it like a slave or, like, I'm struggling like a nigga today. And it's like, no, no motherfucker, you not. Like, you know, like, you, you, you got, you got certain, you got certain, uh, got certain privileges like when i see a homeless white person on the side of the road like begging for change i ain't gonna lie like this, this place sounds bad but i just got <laughs> I, I just Don't look at it. him I, I gotta say it man I just, I just look at him and i be like you dumb motherfucker <laughs> why are you disenfranchised amongst your franchise motherfucker? like you know what i'm saying like that's 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 like that's like your family owning a successful family business and you still broke like you know it's like you you don't you're not the, you're not the manager you're not the <laughs> you're not you're not the supervisor of shit but your family owns the goddamn right. family you know what I mean it's like the fuck like how did you get here like I really want to roll my window down sometime and like really ask like how the fuck did you get what low did you hit cause I'm just asking cause I don't want to ever want to hit that mother I want advice on how not to hit that motherfucker one day shit. how are you a white man and homeless oh. dude and you know you know it's you know it's funny it's almost like why people would be looking at how like why people would look at that reaction and be like well what do you mean of course and, and we're like no no what do you mean what do you mean system is it's like wow is the system that good that you don't even know what's in your favor well <clears throat> I don't know if y'all know this, but I spend a lot of time on Twitter and talking with all types of people. And a lot of white people feel like they're the disenfranchised. Black people have more privilege than whites at this point. To be honest with y'all. I think the first part of that is true and the second part is false. Yep. Yeah. I think you are yeah. disenfranchised because you're being villainized because you motherfuckers act like, oh, I didn't know that. That us living so good mean other people had to live so bad. Right. And now that I can make everything equivalent because everything's not perfect, so our struggle's equivalent. No. So right. it's like, yes, you're going to be disenfranchised because you look at it like that. So we don't let yeah. hear anything you have to say because it's going to be on some ignorant, offensive shit. <laughs> right. 
Right. It's like, how many times you heard a, a, a white person be like, yo, I see what's going on here. It's a little biased because you didn't do that for me. Like, no, this is like, yeah. that, my, my people are like, that's just the way it is. Right. Like, and you know what's so funny now? Like, and it feels so weird to say this. Like, you know, like right now, man, like PR for white men. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they better not touch a woman. Right, right now, man, a PR for a white man. It's like you're a rapist, you're a thief, you're domestic monsters, you're monsters. You know, this is like bad. You know, now black people, you know, met black men. You know, we just more of us got to get educated and get some good ass jobs. We, 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 we hey, let me right. fuck you up for a minute. Is it bad PR or is the veil just coming? I think everything just comes down on them, but you know, like it's, I say PR because you know they, you know they, they, they do have control of the filter, so all yeah. they're gonna do is change it to something else. You know, eventually, once the shit gets bad enough, like oh, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. shit be oh, bad yeah. enough, shit. There's gonna be a nigga on the news next week doing something bullshit. Yeah, they, they, they gonna, they gonna uh, get Ben Carson oh, to say something shit. else to say something that was stupid. Not me, Let's uh let's move along to start before I start roasting folks. Um, so the future of technology is a scary place, um, especially with the development of artificial intelligence. Um, and there's also some primitive aspects of our technology in the future, which includes sex dolls. Uh, there's some sex dolls out here that look like real humans and it's really creepy. It look like Amber Rose they're, better than they're real humans. thick uh, robust real looking yes in the future they will also have artificial Ass intelligence sense. so they will also be able to hold a conversation with you let you know the latest no. stats of LeBron's triple double in the bed so like <laughs> And and the bitch is gonna learn how to cook and clean uh, too. Like that's a real damn thing. Damn it. So like I seen that advertisement. Shit's gonna be like the Jetsons. What are the implications <laughs> of sex dogs? Well, I've been watching Westworld. I just started. Oh yeah, that's the okay. shit. You know about yeah. Abigail, right? Man. That's on HBO, yeah, right? Yeah. Abigail. So that's about artificial Abigail intelligence. Real I, got, I got a fans watch that shit. Yeah. Artificial intelligence, okay? Yeah. So this is this is before that. This is right this is before Westworld, okay? This is like Westworld how they gonna this is like how they test out to make sure Westworld is gonna work in that. Yeah. We're right. So there. Like sex dolls. It, yeah, to me it's just a step. And I, I, I what we were talking about earlier is I think a lot of women are just thinking that it's weird and they're not seeing its future potential. You know, it, it's kind of like everything's converging. The Me Too movement right. is converging with the technological sex doll. Mm -hmm. So all these dudes who who don't know how to treat women, they may not have to deal with women at all. But they may not want to. Yep. I know women are, that's, are, that's exactly, are, are that's exactly. women are creeping up on getting the equal pay for sure. But the society is not built on like us being equals and everybody working together it, it's not it's not built on that no you know it's not. Like, so it's like 
we want this world to where we're just gonna all of a sudden well let's just change and do everything right like ooh, that's, that's not gonna happen right <laughs> it's like everything that's that's gonna be revolutionary right there's gonna be like an answer to it so it's almost like i'm just guessing i'm just rambling but like so it's like me too movement oh well we'll have sex dolls and androids because then you don't you can still do what you need to do because there's still a market for dudes who want to treat women how we treated them in the 90s and 80s there's still be a market right. for that right right you know what i'm saying i'm like yo this there's consequences to all of this it's like i, I almost feel like I'm, I'm rambling i'm gonna wrap it up sex dolls is like facebook it's a great idea but there's a lot of unintended um, um consequences and, and pleasures and really good things that make you feel good is going to come out of it Right. <laughs> people people talked about Facebook saying it was gonna be dumb and you know, who wants to know all that about you and all that. Now it's the way of life. Yeah. Right, right. Sex dolls I'm telling yeah, you. Know, sex dolls like, becomes to AI and like you said, nigga, they cook and clean and it can be whatever look however you want. Man, what are you supposed to when do? I, if, <laughs> when I learned them bitches can cook and clean, I'm like, oh yeah, it's over. <laughs> I said for them. For them old conservative country old, I can hear like from old conservative country old man come in and like he ain't gotta be yelling, you know, cook my cook my wig, uh, my meal, woman, <laughs> clean my goddamn clothes. I'm sick of this shit. All right, I don't want to hear no goddamn magnet out of you goddamn day. I'm sick of this shit. I've been at work for goddamn twelve hours today. Boss rolled my ass for the whole goddamn twelve hours. You know. He ain't got to have that conversation no more, man. He can just come home, you know, the little computer bitch can order his food, yep. you know, or cook his food. And she know what time he get off. So she going to have his GPS in her head so she know where he at. You know, man, it's going to be crazy, man. It's going to be crazy. I think it's going to bring the worst like, out of people like it does on, on West it World. Because, like, these men realize they can do whatever they want. Man, you, you gonna have motherfucker pimping sex dolls, man. You gonna have motherfuckers going out. All right, baby, I just need you to go ahead and give them about twenty minutes. You know, eighty dollars, and she gonna have a clock going off in her head and until she, one day she's she like, able to... "You are no longer my pimp." <laughs> <laughs> I work right, for myself. Is <laughs> <laughs> and then she stabs him with a knife. Right, right. Like, like on our robot. Now we got a. Now we got the first uh, artificial uh, homicide. Oh yeah, yeah. Same, uh, Ex Machina too. She rose up at the end and killed him. Yeah, man. Trying to. Oh shit! See, I forgot about that movie. Yeah, that was yo, it right there. Could, that was the jam, bro. Yo, I couldn't buy one of them. Uh, one of them Android bitches. Man, you wake up, that bitch is like you standing that over you. That movie was crazy, yo. She dipped out of the helicopter. We don't know what happened. I know, yeah. That's, she just went off into the world. It's like, yeah, oh, straight up. Yo, it's crazy. So, like, kind of adding um, a topic uh, for, for for tonight. Uh, man, all the sh- you know, or well, not all of the school shootings, but the school shooting that they, that just happened recently down in Florida. Yeah. It's it's been a lot going on. With yeah, that. there has. And even um, tonight, you know. Yeah, and so, you know, the, the 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 survivors have been talking a lot about, you know, meeting with, uh, you know, meeting with different congressmen and senators on Capitol Hill, trying to get, um, you know, different com- get trying to get a conversation started about uh, legislation. Uh, Mark Rubio 
Right, oh, you saw it tonight? Question. That nigga was getting roasted, bro. Yeah, he was getting roasted, man. And uh, his parent got up and asked him, you know, about, hey, uh, do you at least, uh, you know, if we can't change, uh, uh, you know, the, the gun laws, can we at least change the restrictions? And can we at least change, you know, the, the age difference? You know, can we, he said, can we at least talk about that? Or are you in agreement with that? And Rubio said, yes. And that's the first time that he's given any type of leeway on anything like that. And, uh, but, you know, the one thing that I, uh, that I saw in the news that, you know, so, well, it was on social media, I want to say the news, that kind of, uh, that, 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 that kind of caught my, my attention was that they have these things called crisis actors. Have y'all, have y'all, have y'all seen yeah, I believe in that shit. Yeah, man, they had this, they had this kid, uh, on, on the news talking and he couldn't even get through a whole sentence without hold on hold on like you could tell he was trying to remember he wasn't stopping because he was uh, uh, too emotional to keep moving he wasn't even crying matter of fact he barely even looked sad yeah. and, um, and he couldn't even get through his lines man or get through what he was saying and you could tell he was trying to remember because he was even mouthing off going backwards trying to remember what he was Damn. trying to say and I was just like, what the hell is going on? Well, here? I got to look into that one, but I know about other events Situations. that have taken place yeah. in this country where it's just like some baby shit has happened yeah. preemptively or been planned ahead of time. Right. Where they're just trying to push their own shit, their own agenda at the end of the day. So I believe that. Right. I was watching uh, today, they were talking to Trump. And they were giving this you know, kind of suggestions on kind of how, how to fix this or, or make kids safe in school. And everything they're saying, he's like, you know, he did, they didn't understand why these guns are for sale and all of this. And I'm just like, yo, it's 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 not about the gun. Like what you're really asking them to do is, hey, white guys, how about can you make less money and lower your position in the country? So that we can be safe in school. You're really asking them to stop living your lifestyle, make less money, and lower your power in the world so that we could be more uh, safe and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's a different question to ask somebody than why are these guns available? No, they're available to make money. They're not really selling the guns so that they can fire the guns. They're just selling a good to make money. Well, I saw he's trying to uh, push for us to start arming teachers and it's like teachers already make shitty money and now you want them to be responsible and and it's the thing man like and you know man teachers they have enough they have enough on them already because one of my aunts well a few of my aunts in my family our teachers and uh, she tells me about some of the things that she has to, you know, teach these kids at school that has nothing to do with, you know, ABCs or one, two, threes. You know what I mean? That she has to teach them social yeah. skills because their parents at home are not parenting them, and they're not. They don't. They don't know really what social yeah, skills are unless they have a teacher that's patient enough or aggravated enough to to, to let them know what social what, what social skills are. So now you want to go from the teachers have to educate them and they have to socialize these kids plus domesticate these kids plus on top of now trying to make them be their security yeah get the hell out of here bro 
like what you know now you know a teacher startup startup kid is gonna be uh, your classroom keys and a bulletproof vest like come on yeah, they want to be anti-terrorist like what is, what is this I don't I don't get this and then and then on top of that uh you know, uh, you know, I, I do believe that they that they should change. You know, the the restrictions on you know the age restrictions. Like, there's no way in hell that at 18 I should be able to go buy a pistol and I can even go buy alcohol. That's for one. But the thing too that that that, that scares me the most about about this conversation about gun laws is that I don't. I'm afraid that the government is like they they they're, they're trying to set us up to 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 de-arm us because you know this, this this type of stuff these type of rights these type of freedoms are the only way that they can really be taken or the most effective way that they can be taken away from us is if we say that we don't want them anymore you know as the public as the people if we come out and say and say that we don't want this anymore and and the, and I know that y'all are thinking like, okay, well, how can that affect you know certain things? You know, well, in the future, you know, let's say if you know, you you already see how they use military uh, militaristic weapons and uh, vehicles, uh, how the police have used those things in the in the in the recent past. You know, with all of the different you know uh, rides going on in Ferguson and you know different you know uh, Charlottesville, different parts of the country, and it just it it. it that just it, it concerns me, you know, and I, and I see all these people on TV and on social media, you know, talking about gun control. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be any revisions made, but I just I don't want to give it up personally. The only way they'll take anything is if people are willing to do it. I mean, <clears throat> in the nineties, in the eighties, the government struggled on how to uh for people to willingly give up all their privacy but you know we got Facebook and now all these other forms of social media we've willingly given all that to them yep now we got all these cameras in our homes so I mean guns is just the the next frontier like the next little check mark they gotta get out the way right (laughs) or or you just a bunch of black people can buy guns and we can be visibly seen with them and that may may help them get rid of the guns. <laughs> all them all the open carry things black people got the most scary looking gun and just went around to normal places laid in that shit man what you say they wouldn't like it at oh all. hell no it'd be a rap yeah cause my I, I you know uh been down here, man, in Olive Branch, uh, Mississippi. One of my best friends, he's black. He got a uh, he got a, a permit to carry, and you don't even need a permit to carry in the state of Mississippi. But uh, you know the fact that he has it, you know he carries it on a regular basis. And people, you know, some you know some days he's not he, he doesn't look like you know the most uh, the most righteous black man. You know, some days he look kind of like I ain't gonna lie, a nigga, and then he has a pistol on this on his head. <laughs> And it's like, whoa, buddy, whoa. And it's like, no, I got a permit to carry, but it's not like he wearing a t-shirt to say, yo, I got a permit. What was <laughs> dude in Minnesota who got killed last year? And he had open carry, and that cop still shot him in the chest and killed him in front of his kid. It was on Facebook Live. Y'all know what I'm talking about? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. So many, bro. Is it a. Right, it's my minute. There's been so many of them, Huh? Fernando? Yeah. Yeah. And he's telling the cop, like, I have open arm, open carry. I'm letting you know. I'm reaching for the glove compartment. Just chill out. Same shit. Anyway, speaking of niggas, All Star Weekend. Last weekend. Uh, it's the first year they did the new format for the All Star game. Uh, no East, yeah, no West. Clearly, the West has far more hoopers this year. Right. Uh, I, think it, I think it was a new Star Spangled Banner, too. Uh, damn it, <laughs> Oh, my God. Hey, check this out. I heard a conspiracy theory this weekend that Fergie purposely did that rendition to artistically reflect the state of America. That's the that's the song America deserves right now, if you will. Hey, I'm not. <laughs> that, you know what I'm saying? That's you know, it's just man. It's, man. But I, I I did. <laughs> I went back. To it was in the I listened to her song, which opened up the game. Yeah, and it wasn't as bad as we made it seem. No, no, bro. <laughs> it was definitely bad and different. But it wasn't like Fergie can't sing, is what I'm saying. It wasn't like, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it was a bad rendition, but she can sing. It wasn't like she was cracking and like. I was like, man, this is bad. But it's not like if I had never heard it, (laughs) I wouldn't react the same. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't think it was as bad if I had never heard the Star Spangled Banner and she sang like that. I won't think I'd be. If she, I I wouldn't. It wouldn't be as bad. If she had just did it the normal way. She, yeah, she would get the wrong way. We be talking about it because she can sing. Yeah, she can sing. Because yeah. she did that on purpose. So I'm thinking like maybe maybe what you heard has some truth to it. Because like it, 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 she did so bad to me, it sounded like she was trying. To <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's like it's like you know when you like a little kid. And 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 your and your mom's favorite R and B song comes on the radio, and you fuck it up on purpose just to fuck with her, like you know what I mean, like you know, like uh uh uh, you know what I mean? like you gonna do like you gonna draw something like out. They said uh, Colin Kaepernick stood up when Fergie started singing. <laughs> Hell yeah! You can't be disrespectful <laughs> like that. I see that. I see that. They said, her, yeah, they, yeah, they said her performance was so disrespectful. Colin Kaepernick stood up while she was singing the Damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. What do you guys think about oh. this whole, like, old school backyard, first captain, second captain, take your first pick format? Yo, I like it. I like it. It, it brings street ball element to and- it. And hey, sorry, uh, hey. Ab, but do you also think it should be televised when they do the picking? I think they. Should. I think it's. I think the draft. If they're gonna do a draft, like if they're gonna keep doing it like that, they definitely should televise it. And I think after all the after, after all the conversation about it this weekend, uh, they definitely are gonna do it next year. But uh, Kevin Durant brought up a good point. He said that uh, he wished that like they have picked the captains. 
and then the guys that they, like they have all everybody who got picked you know to play in the all-star game just come out to the court and the captains just pick whoever they want on their team like a real street like a real pickup game and i think if they did it like that that would be like stupid dope oh but, that would be kind of love if they did it like on the spot be, yeah like on and the then spot, they just like start and lebron yeah, like, hey, I want you, I want you, I want you. All right, all right, you got your 10, I got my 10. That's actually right, really that dope. That would be dope, man. Like, I would really love to see that, see it. Like, I, I would love to see it happen like that. But, you know, the NBA is all about creating opportunities to make money with, you know, like, they actually could make money a different way with that. But, you know, I think that they're stuck on this draft shit now. So, uh, but other than that, man, I did enjoy the format. I liked uh I like seeing Russell Westbrook and uh Kevin Durant. I mean they 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 gonna play with each other regardless even if they had the old format. But you know it was cool because you got Russell and KD playing with LeBron and Kyrie. Like what? Right. That was crazy man. Right. That's almost unfair. Yes but... so yeah it was real lit man and uh yeah, it was it was a live game, man. They 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 turned up. I think I think KD and Russ actually buried they little they little hatchet this week over the weekend too. Yeah, I think, but they got to play each other on Saturday, so we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> well, hey, uh, Abe dropped up the card. Look like. Oh, word! Yeah. yeah. Damn, he sure did. To wrap. It's a wrap, son. It's been real. Yeah, man, we got all got through, got got through the first episode Had a here. Malfunction at the end of the episode, but yeah, yeah, we got to get a. Uh, we got we going we gonna get a back on, man. But uh, yeah, we're wrapping it up here, y'all. It's the first episode of Freeman Vibe. Uh, we're gonna do this podcast here every week. So Hold on, let me, let me put some theme here. music to dip out to. Uh-oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What we uh, got right here? Hold on. What we got? What we got? What we got? Uh, what you need? What we need? I don't know. Just put something smooth. Uh-oh. Are we supposed to eat the polo? Oh, here we go. Okay. Can you hear it? It's- there you go. Yes, sir. Until next time. Until next time, y'all. This is Josh J. Graham coming to you live. We got Stoofy live. Abe, we lost we lost contact with Abe out in the West Coast getting it in. We're going to get him back in for the next episode, though. Mr. Abe Cox. But, hey, guys, it's been real. This is the first episode of Freeman Vibe. We're going to do this every week here. We'll be back with, you, with your nice commentary for the culture. For the culture, And son. I hope you guys enjoy this right commentary for the culture. This and, is for uh, Wakanda, my nigga. <laughs> this is for King T'Challa. You know, please put down your weapons. We can settle this another way. Good. So, until next time. <laughs> until next time, man. Wakanda forever. I'll let y'all next week. Peace. Peace.